Hello, everybody. Welcome once again to another fantastic episode of the Business Creators Radio Show. We help you win at the game of business and marketing so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. Be sure to check out our website at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com where we have a treasure trove of topics covering a breadth and depth of topics relevant to business creators just like you. Also, be sure to sign up through any of our numerous syndications, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Blog Talk Radio, and so much more, where you can get immediate access to this and all of our other episodes. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I am honored by your wise decision to tune in today. And for this episode, we are going to cover how to get more leads and sell more with Facebook ads. This is a topic that has been very, very much in demand. We usually do one or two of these per year because we like to get a few different perspectives on it. And today we have somebody who is so well-known within the space that four of my colleagues separately recommended that we have her on the Business Creators Radio Show. I've gotten recommendations for guests before, but I've never gotten four for the same person. So you are in for a treat with who we have today. Her name is Moita Jova, and she is the owner of Super Spicy Media. Moita is a Facebook expert that helps seven-figure companies generate leads and increase profits with Facebook ads. She's the author of the Facebook Ads Manual, which is a book that has helped hundreds of people launch their first successful Facebook advertising campaign. She's an international speaker and the creator of the Science of Facebook Ads, which is a video course that teaches you how to consistently launch profitable Facebook ads campaigns. All of this sounds good, but somebody's got to show me. So Moitza, come on in. The weather's fine. Hello there. (laughs) All right. So I imagine by now that there are some folks who have a separate browser tab open and they are attempting to look you up on the interwebs and find out more about you and more about the science of Facebook ads. So what I'd like to do before we get into what you have to share with us about getting more leads and selling more with Facebook ads is take a step back and share with us a bit about what's brought you to where you are today, serving business creators from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. So a little bit about your story. Oh yeah, it's an interesting one for sure. Yes. Um, so I was I, I started working at an advertising agency previously. And it was a like it was a traditional advertising agency. Um I think I was 20, 21, 22 years old when I started working there, and everything was pretty good. I liked it, but then I struggled with the fact that, you know, we were doing TV ads and radio ads and um, you know, newspaper ads and so on. But like, I really hated that we couldn't actually track our results. So how do we know that people are actually purchasing because of our ad? And I started talking a little bit more about about that to the CEO and um, they just didn't get me. Right. (laughs) Facebook, Facebook actually came along and Facebook pages and Facebook advertising and our clients actually started asking for that. They wanted to do Facebook ads. They wanted that to be a part of their strategy. And I started pushing for that as well. They just weren't having it. Um, Uh Uh-huh. Yes. And they actually fired me. Um, after a couple of months of me just pushing to do Facebook ads, they fired me. Congratulations. Thank you. (laughs) It was, it was scary, but at the same time, that's how super spicy media was born. And I just decided, you know what? I don't want to work for anybody, uh, anyone 
anybody any, uh, anymore. Um, and that's how Super Spice Media got started. And I just, you know, jumped straight to it. And that's how I ended up where I am today. Wow. Congre- First of all, congratulations on getting fired by an getting employer. Um, yes, if, thank you. Yeah, if, you have, if it haven't had to happen once, uh, then it's challenging to know the travails we go through. I myself uh, was terminated. Uh, one of the stories was actually so horrible, although I technically resigned, that I wrote a book about it, or a chapter in a book about it. It was so transformational for me. And one of the things we've discovered over the five and a half years of the Business Creators Radio Show is those things that we've been told are the most awful, terrible thing that could ever happen to us often turned out to be the catalyst of our success. So that, that that inspires me. And What's also interesting about uh, what we're doing here today is uh, this is one of our global interviews. I'm here in Las Vegas, Nevada in the United States, and you're in Slovenia. Uh, I pride myself don't speak Slovenia. I got pretty good at pronouncing your name. I would uh, not even attempt to pronounce the name of your capital city. That's that's a hard one for sure. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, like um, I, I know that we had some difficulties getting me on the call because you're not used to, you know, right. Just having having guests from Slovenia where you know we don't even have Spotify here. So <laughs> wow, it's, it's a little bit um, not remote. It's just you know right. a different environment. <laughs> All right, well, t- tell you what, I'll, I'll fulfill our end of the deal. You gave us a first lady, so I'll make sure you get Spotify. Cool? Cool. I'm All right. up for that. <laughs> All right, there you go. There you go. So uh, I will hold up that end on behalf of the United States. You will be listening to the Business Creators Radio Show's stream on Spotify by this afternoon. I promise one way or the other. Gotcha. And, yes, and, and, I'm and, down and, for that. And if, I, and if I don't come through, it's not my fault. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't think I like that deal anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, 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 but in, all, in all seriousness, yeah. What, what what we love about this is we have actually interviewed people from all the way around the world. I think one of the most interesting uh, was I was interviewing a gentleman in Israel, and he was at the airport in Tel Aviv, standing on a building across from where the planes were taking off while this interview was taking place. Every so often, you heard, That had to be an interesting interview then. Yes. All right. Okay. (laughs) So so let's get into Facebook ads. And I'm going to be candid, and I've said this before. This is not something that uh, I particularly enjoy. I've had experiences with Facebook ads myself that were almost uniformly negative. And Mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring this on, Ashley, because I think there are a lot of folks out there who may have had challenges with even getting an ad approved or getting their ads disapproved for ridiculous reasons or trying to figure out this whole targeting and budgeting and how to design the ad so that it converts and clicks. So I understand the angst and I understand the interest in finding solutions. And because you come to us with the science of Facebook ads, that's why I was so interested in having you on. So let's start with your take on why Facebook ads are important for business owners, whether we agree or not. So what I love about Facebook advertising is that it allows for scalability. Um, What I do with Facebook ads is I open up my business to people that maybe wouldn't have heard of super spicy media without Facebook ads. Um, I I can write blog posts and I can do SEO and I can record videos, but just 
using Facebook ads and driving, using it to, I don't know, drive traffic to your webpage, to acquaint people with your brand. I think it just opens up a whole nother world of possibilities that weren't there before and that wouldn't be there without Facebook ads. And that's what I, that's the first thing that I love about it. The second thing is, um, there are so many people that come on our sites and they are interested in contacting us or buying your ebook or something like that, whatever you sell. But for some reason, they, you know, they go away, they're distracted, they close the page and never come back. What Facebook, uh, what Facebook does is it allows you to retarget people like that. So all of those people who forget about purchasing your ebook, uh, who were distracted by something else and they forgot to do that, you can just target them again with Facebook ads and pretty much everyone is on Facebook. Um, and that's, that's just what I love about it. Like I said, it opens up a world full of possibilities that, you know, wouldn't be there without them. One of the things I do find interesting is the power of retargeting. And you alluded to that. Like, let's say, for instance, somebody's working their way down a funnel and they watch part of a webinar, but they don't finish the whole thing. You can send them banner ads and other forms of advertising that'll appear on web pages they visit, that'll appear in their newsfeed and appear wherever, that'll say, hey, come back and finish watching. Or yes. if they finish the webinar, but they don't take you up on the offer. I know somebody once who was running an ad campaign on behalf of one of my clients that sent them a picture of a chicken, said, don't be chicken, get back here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's, again, I mean, you can go in great details when it comes to Facebook ads. I mean, those, um, uh, those examples were fantastic. And you can also do like, someone signs up for a free trial, but forgets to purchase, you can retarget them. Or maybe they start inputting their data into the system, but they just don't finish because I don't know, they left their credit card elsewhere. You can again, retarget them. Hey, forgot to sign up, forgot to purchase. There are so many things that you can do with Facebook ads. And that's just what I love about them. Right. Uh, that's great. That's awesome. So I remember years ago, I participated in some kind of, I can't remember if it was called the Jumpstart program or something. It's something that Facebook itself offered. And they had this big bug that what I was advertising had to be a B2C offer, a business to consumer offer. And I see ads being run B2B all the time as well, business to business. So I gather that they are not just for business to consumer, but could you elaborate a little bit more? Because some people ask, aren't Facebook ads just for B2C applications? Yeah, I get a lot of students and a lot of prospects my way who, for example, they own a software business and they want to do Facebook ads, but they're not sure because all they see are e-commerce ads. So, uh, you know, shop this, buy this watch, buy this shirt, um, and they don't see any B2B ads. So I get a lot of uh, questions, you know, are if I have a software product or if I sell ebooks or if I do webinars or trainings, can I even use Facebook ads? And the answer is yes. I like 95% of my clients are B2B. So they own software businesses. They are um, online and digital product creators. They have ebooks, they have paid webinars, trainings. And so, and just, oh my God, like Facebook ads work, it work, it works wonders for them. So definitely like if you're right now listening to this podcast thinking, but I like I sell eBooks. Is this even going to do it for me? Can I even target people and business owners um, on Facebook? The answer is 
absolutely you can do that. If not with like retargeting is one thing, just retargeting your website visitors. But when you do like cold audience targeting and interest targeting, you can basically target business owners. You can target small business owners. You can narrow down your targeting based on specific job title. The options are endless. So that's part of the reason why whenever we set up new business pages and then we link it to our personal profiles to show that we're the head of this latest new company we've created or that we've gotten involved in, it uh, gives us a range of titles because it's trying to put us into one of those boxes for advertising. Okay, I get it. Absolutely. (laughs) So, I I mean, I think think it's a great thing, actually, um, because you get personalized. People always get a little bit creeped creeped out when they see all the targeting options available in Facebook. And it is a little bit creepy because Facebook actually does track a lot of things. But if you kind of switch that a little bit and look at from a different perspective, what that does is, I mean, because Facebook tracks all that information and they can see that they can see your job title, what you get because of that tracking is are personalized ads. Without that, you would see ads. For example, I'm a woman and I would see ads for men t-shirt and just men, you know, just things that don't have anything to do with me, but because they track a lot of things, um, that's why you get those personalized ads and actually ads that you might be interested in. Yeah. That's, that's very curious. Like, uh, change your relationship status and notice what happens to the ads you start receiving. Oh yes. Oh yeah, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is, this is, this is why, this is why whenever I uh, go into a relationship, I'm really not all that keen on changing my status to announce I'm in a relationship because now they're going to start hitting me with wedding ads. Oh yes. They're going to start hitting me with vacation getaways and tickets to shows and, and all this other desperate supplication stuff in my personal opinion. But you know what I really wish they would send me? I wish they would send me love poetry because to me it's the power of the word, but instead they're trying to get me to buy tickets and chocolate. Yeah, I know. I mean, I know how it feels because I've been on the same boat as well. Yeah. Uh, when I got when I got engaged, um, I think that was like two years ago. The ads that I had started seeing, I mean, it completely changed from a couple of months back. Yeah. So a couple of months back, I was just seeing like random ads. As soon as I got engaged, like wedding ads, wedding dresses. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and then change your relationship status out of being in a relationship and, oh yeah, oh. you're going to hear from eHarmony, uh, yes. Zook and Zooks, Zeus, I believe it's called and match and, uh, Bumble and Tinder and every single one of them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. People should experiment with this and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. 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 What we well, was revealed and it was supposedly such a big deal a year ago, although we all should have known, is when we go into our personal profiles, there's an area, and I can't remember exactly where it is, but anybody could look this up on the internet and get the step-by-step instructions to find it, where you can see how Facebook has categorized you based on your activity. And when I saw mine, uh, (laughs) on the one hand, I was impressed, but on the other hand, I was seriously creeped out about how accurate it was. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you can, you can actually modify it as well. So I don't know if your priorities and interests have changed, or maybe you want to see ads for one specific thing, one specific thing, you can modify uh, those interests that Facebook is tracking and say, okay, well, I'm not interested in this anymore. Stop showing me ads. What you can also do is if you see an ad in your newsfeed that 
absolutely doesn't make sense, or maybe on the other hand, makes too much sense, you can see, you know, uh, there's like a drop down menu where you can check out why you are actually seeing that ad. Right. And Facebook will let you know if maybe you expressed interest in this, or maybe you are in a retargeted or a lookalike audience. Um, so that's interesting to observe as well. Yeah, what I've, what I've uh, found is extremely educational, and I'm surprised that a lot of people don't know this. If you are on somebody's business page, and that business page has been doing advertising, anybody in the general public can see what ads they're running. It's yeah. not a secret. Uh, so, if you, so let's say that you, have, you uh, are on your news feed one day, and you see that post comes up, and it says sponsored, and you're saying, wow, this is a good ad. I want to I dig into this ad, or I want to I want to look at it for later, or I want to potentially look at this product, but I can't do it right now. All you have to do is remember the company name and then go to their advertising section. It's not going to disappear on you. Yep. Yep. And what I love about that is like, like you mentioned, if you see a really good ad or maybe you lack a little bit of inspiration, you don't know exactly how to design your ad and what kind of copy to write and how you should go about it. You can always check your competitors or maybe not even your competitors, but people with similar target audiences. And you don't need to just, you know, come up with come up with something from thin air, but you right. can see, you know, what ads, what kind of ads other people and other businesses are running and do something. Well, you know, don't, don't make the same ad, but just, you know, be inspired by those ads and do something in that way. Right. Yeah. And I mean, there's so much data out there and we've already covered a couple examples of which you can find out. So if you start seeing some really weird ads, that could be a clue. It might not have been necessarily because you uh, muttered something in front of your echo. It could be because of, uh, <laughs> it could be, it could be any number of factors. You know, there's that, you know, there's that, there's that old joke that uh, 50, you know, 50 years ago, uh, you have the person in their house and they're paranoid about having the television turned on because they think the television can hear them and they're like big brother it's none of your business and then today uh there's the picture of them in the kitchen with the echo sitting on your counter is like uh big brother you got a pancake recipe for me yeah yeah we're just you know letting everyone and every little thing know what we're up to <laughs> yeah yeah i i mean so I guess you could say that the ads you receive are your own fault one way or the other. And at the same oh, yes. time, at the same time, that's instructional because it gives you insights on the other way. So if you're going to run advertising now in your estimation, uh, what, what seems to be working better? And, 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 Throughout this interview, in addition to what we discussed in the green room we were going to cover, I've gotten a lot of questions about this topic. So if we can get a few of those in, that'd be great. And one of the questions we've gotten from a few people who heard you're going to be on the show here is uh, when it comes to running video advertising, there are a number of different ways you can do video. You could do uh, clips of yourself speaking into a phone. You could do an Animoto video. You could do a clip from a movie. Uh, what have you found to be some of the more effective ways of using video in your advertising. I definitely love clip of yourself speaking into your phone. I know, but that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what I mean, people think that you know, video ads need to be professionally edited. You have to have professional gear and professional microphone, professional lighting, professional setup. Oh, absolutely not. Um, what you can do and what actually works best is if you just, 
pick up your phone and record yourself talking to the camera for two minutes and that's it. Like don't even edit it if it's not necessary. And that's what really works. Even the bigger companies who have the budget to hire professionals to do the video and create the video ad for them, they are kind of scaling back and they want to connect with people on a totally different and a more personal level and they record ads with their phone. So, I mean, we have, we have fantastic phones with fantastic cameras and good microphones. We should absolutely do that. But on the other hand, I know that a, you have people who just don't want to do that and who want to avoid all of that. And I understand that. I mean, some people are not comfortable on camera and they want to maybe ease into the process a little bit more before they actually launch their first video ad. Or on the other hand, you have people who want to experiment with different formats as well. Again, there's right. a solution for that. So you have, for example, if you don't have the budget to purchase any videos online from, you know, any other, any online libraries, you can use royalty-free videos that are available on multiple web pages on multiple online libraries, and you can edit those into a fantastic video. I have done right. that with a client of mine, for example. They do have the budget, but they, they just don't have the time to record a video ad. And what I did is I just recorded, not recorded, but um, edited one for them by using these um, online videos that I downloaded and using online music that I downloaded. And um, I hired a professional voice actor for narration. And I put all of that together in under 30 minutes and it's performing fantastically. Um, right. So, but like if you're deciding what to do first and if you're comfortable in front of your cat, the, the easiest thing is just to pick up your phone record yourself talking for two minutes and that's it. That's it. Well, I've hired a contract against myself that if I'm ever caught doing one of those walk and talk videos, they have the right and the invitation. Um, I know people that are just absolutely killing it with that modality, but with me, if you see me do that, I'll probably be <laughs> sitting um, at my video station uh, speaking into a webcam. Is that okay? Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> it, it, the format doesn't really matter as much as the value of what you say matters. So absolutely. <laughs> I just want to remind people that I'm not going to be doing those walk and talk videos, which you have, which you have to understand. Uh, and some of our listeners have heard me say this before is uh, God gave me a face for radio, but at least he gave me the whole package. So the voice was there too. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes. So with all this stuff that we're going back and forth on, uh, looking at all these methodologies and these things we need to consider, like how we can identify how we're being targeted, how we can do the targeting, what it takes to research ads and put ads together and everything else, is this something that anyone can do? Oh, absolutely. So that's, again, one of the beauties of Facebook ads. Back when I was working at the advertising agency, what I kind of hated about it is that you had to have quite a big budget if you wanted to advertise on radio and on the TV station, newspaper ad, you had like, you had to have a big company, which meant that all of those small companies who are doing a really good job, but just didn't have the budget to put themselves in front of more people, like they couldn't do that. But with Facebook ads, literally anyone can do them. Uh, you can open up your Facebook advertising account today, 
free of charge. The only thing that you need to pay for are the actual ads. Um, and that's, that's the beauty of Facebook ads. It's, they're easy to use once you get kind of familiar with them. It's going to take you a couple of times to just you know, walk through all the different aspects and you have different levels and you have different options that you can choose yeah. from. But once you do that like two, three times, I mean, you're good to go. I know from being inside accounts myself that there are a lot of options that you can get into. So uh, let's say somebody just starting out, is it, do they have to do it all at once or is there like an easy way they can get started? Yeah, I wouldn't do it all at once because it's it, it, it can be too overwhelming. Even when I start working with clients, and I, I've been doing this for years, we start gradually. We don't implement the whole funnel on day one, but we kind of ease into it um, over the next couple of weeks or days. Um, what Where I would start, like if you're starting out today, I would start with a simple traffic campaign, investing just a little bit of your money. And the the goal is to get acquainted with how Facebook ads work and where you should implement the visuals and how copy works, how targeting works. Um, And you want to drive a little bit of traffic to your web page. Maybe that's your homepage or a blog post. That's even better because you want to provide value to audiences. Um, And once you get the hang of Facebook ads, that's when you can start playing around with, um, with different things and with custom audiences and retargeting and so on. But if you're starting today and you haven't done Facebook ads at all, really the first thing you should do before launching even the traffic campaign is to implement your Facebook pixel on your webpage right. so that once you start retargeting and once you know it's the right time to do retargeting you already have a lot of data to move forward with uh, instead of you know starting from scratch okay this is one i do know uh to get your pixel onto your webpage that's the same thing as putting google analytics code on your webpage it's that it's simple pretty much the same yeah. thing it's that simple yeah and in, 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 in fact, uh, if you're using WordPress, uh, the majority of WordPress themes today come within the configuration settings. Uh, there'll be like a section where you add your code. So in, in the same place where you add your analytics, you put your Facebook pixel either right above it or right below it. And it's also my understanding that even if you're not running ads currently, you can still use the pixel to gain information that'll help you with your marketing in general. That's correct. So if you implement your Facebook pixel today, um, you're going to be able to retarget people like even in three months, if you decide to advertise in three months, you'll already have a pool of people that you can retarget to versus if you don't implement your Facebook pixel today, because you know, you want to start doing retargeting in three months. Right. If you implement your Facebook pixel in three months, you'll have absolutely no data and absolutely no people that you can retarget to. So you can implement it today free of charge. You don't need to pay anything for it. And once you decide that you do want to start with retargeting, you already have people that you can retarget to. See, that's great. So if you have an inkling, you might want to do this Facebook advertising stuff. If you get the pixel in right away, uh, you'll you'll begin to build the intelligence. So when you do get to that point of, building audiences and lookalikes and all that other stuff that they already have data is what you're saying. 
Yes, absolutely. So everyone should do this today, even if they're not planning to launch their campaign today or next week. Just implement that Facebook pixel, let it sit there. And once you're ready to start investing in Facebook ads, I mean, you have, you're off to a better start. Great, great. So we're just about halfway through here and we're having so much fun. And I know what's on a lot of folks' minds because this comes up almost every single time somebody speaks of Facebook advertising. And it comes up with my clients all the time who uh, most of them do Facebook advertising. That's not something that my company offers, but they'll have somebody, and it's usually friends of yours actually, who, uh, who, uh, <laughs> who, who manage their ad campaigns. In fact, uh, a couple of those four people who referred you to the Business Creators Radio Show are among them. So uh, this is the question that comes up is, all right, so we're going to run these ads and we want to build our list and sell stuff and fill our programs. So what does a typical funnel look like? You knew that was coming. Yes, because, <laughs> because a lot of people actually and businesses that decide, you know, I'm ready to start investing in Facebook ads. The first thing that they do is they start running a purchase campaign, which is a conversion oriented campaign aimed towards, you know, increasing revenue, generating profit. But what they forget about is all the steps that come before that purchase. So what essentially you want to achieve with Facebook ads is a funnel that you take a person and your target audience through. So you want them to, what I do with my clients and it's a funnel. It's a three-step funnel that works every single time. Naturally, it will get more detailed as you move forward, but this is a fantastic starting point. So the top of the funnel should be something that's traffic oriented and don't drive traffic to your homepage. Anyone can find your homepage, but try to drive traffic to a very valuable piece of content that you have on your webpage. Uh, usually that's the most popular um, blog post that's doing really well organically because if it's doing really well organically, it's, do it's going to do really good when you, you know, invest a little bit of budget into that campaign. So I would start with a traffic campaign, driving traffic to your most valuable blog post. The second step of the funnel is usually a lead magnet. So you're trying to get that first conversion out of your target audience. So you're trying to get them to leave you their email address because even if it's not a monetary conversion, it's still a conversion. They're giving something to you. And what you're essentially doing is you are qualifying that audience. So you're trying to separate people who are truly interested in what you have to offer from people who are just, I don't know, browsing around trying to, I don't know, find different information. Um, so like I said, the second step of the funnel is a lead magnet and that can be a cheat sheet. It can be a, I don't know, chapter from your ebook. It can be an email right. course. It can be a webinar and that works really well with Facebook ads. And then the third step of the funnel should definitely be a purchase one. So you should, you def, you want to get a monetary transaction out of, out of your target audience. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like we're here for profit, right? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm here for the Skrilla. Yes. Yes. Um, so, and that's, that's, that's kind of the third step of the funnel and that's how you conclude all of this pro uh, all of the process. But um, what I totally forgot to mention is that 
on the first step of the funnel, when you're trying to drive traffic to your blog post, you're doing cold uh, audience targeting. And that's targeting based on interests, doing lookalike audiences, uh, just targeting cold audiences. And then for the second step of the funnel, when you're doing the lead magnet advertising, you're retargeting people who visited your webpage. And for the third step of the funnel, you are retargeting people who signed up for the lead magnet. So you're just kind of narrowing that funnel down, qualifying people each step of the way so that at the end, when you're driving, uh, when you're um, advertising the paid product that you offer, you're really targeting just those who are highly, highly qualified. Yeah, that's that, that describes it pretty good. And I appreciate you taking the time to disambiguate some of that for us because when we start getting into funnels, people will grow these things that look like 300-year-old oak trees. And I'm thinking, (laughs) wait a minute, have you put this in front of an audience yet? Do you have people working through it? Is there any testing or anything like that? Or did you just cobble together the information you gathered from nine webinars you attended? And so you're trying to put them all in there. And that's usually the thing. People go on webinars and they get a lot of information and they kind of create this Frankenstein of yeah. funnels and it's just, it just doesn't work. What should actually happen is you should start really simple with a three-step funnel, nothing more. And then as you learn um, how people react to that funnel, how they engage, um, what happens on your landing pages, what happens in the background. That's when you start going into details and kind of creating different branches and multi-level funnels and so on. But like a typical funnel, you should start with a three-step or two-step funnel and that's it. That's it. Don't overcomplicate it. Okay. Okay. Good. Because, uh, as I mean, I, as much as I love the idea of building funnels and I love integrating, uh, bots into this whole thing, actually, actually, uh, I'm, I've been candid. I'm not a big fan of Facebook advertising because I've had some experiences with it, which we'll bring up in just a moment here. Cause I want <laughs> you to, cause I want you to try and change my mind actually. I love that. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm open to an attempt to change my mind here. That's perfectly fine. It's one of the reasons we brought you on because I know what a cheerleader you are for this and how enthusiastic you are and how you've demonstrated that this is something you can be successful with. Maybe you'll fill in the gaps that were never filled in for me and that could be a great thing for everybody. Uh, So I'm not a big fan of the advertising, but I love to play with the bots. Oh, they're so much fun. Oh, yes, definitely are. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, all right. So let me tell you a little bit about, uh, I'll give you one example of why I'm such a huge fan of Facebook advertising is when I did some of it back in the day, this might've been about four or five years ago, we were in the process of putting together what we call the business creators toolkit, which is a, a thing that's available on our website for business creators who want to get a treasure trove of information outside of the business creators radio show that gets into more in-depth training on specific topics. And one of the, the modules we were doing is we had a guest who's coming in to teach our audience about how to get sponsors for your business. So they would, uh, you know, people just to sponsor you throughout everything you do, like get your web post to sponsor you, get sponsored to go to events, get sponsored to, to get up on stage, get paid while you're presenting webinars because you're mentioning sponsors. 
and we had a nice landing page up and we had ads behind it and everything else. And then suddenly the ads got disapproved and they informed me that uh, mm-hmm. I had violated Facebook's uh, advertising standards because I was promoting tobacco products. <laughs> I, I love that. I, I, th- I, th- I, then, I, then pointed, I then pointed out to them that uh, I'm pretty sure that sponsorship is not tobacco. And they said, no, this is tobacco and you will not run this ad. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I made a, a copy of the landing page and gave it a different title. And this time they came back and said, this is a multi-level marketing scheme and it's banned. And, mm-hmm. I, and then, so this time I went and I found uh, seven examples and it did not take me long. Seven <laughs> examples of Facebook ads that were promoting multi-level marketing companies. And they, and I sent this screenshot to them. I said, wait a minute, I'm promoting a teleseminar. There's no multi-level marketing here. In fact, mm-hmm. in fact, I'm not even sure if this person's making an offer or not. They might just be teaching. I don't even know because mm-hmm. uh, I haven't gotten that far with them. And here are seven actual examples of multi-level marketing companies, including this person running Facebook ads for Amway. Tell me that's not multi-level marketing. <laughs> and, th- and their response was, if you want to participate in our program, you will respect our decisions. Don't argue with mm-hmm. us again. That was their actual response to me. Yeah. So, so besides the fact that somehow you had this genius that was persuaded that my uh, ads for a teleseminar and how to get sponsors for your business was a tobacco ad, and them tell, and then them falsely accusing me of running ads for multi-level marketing uh, opportunities, and me showing them opportunity, and me showing them allowing ads for just that, including Amway, and them taking yeah. that tone with me. Why would I want to give them a dime? That so I'm going to let you in on a secret, okay. right? Before I let you in on a secret, I need to talk about how Facebook review process works, okay? Because uh, they, uh, it's a little bit different. So once you first submit your ads, what Facebook will do is first your ads go through an automated process, and that automated process searches for like specific keywords or visuals that are triggered by their system. So if you're Uh using any nudity, if you're using, um, like you don't even need to use like the word tobacco, but maybe something related to it or a certain word repeats 10 times, their systems will get triggered. They'll review your ad automatically. Every, like it's an automated process and your ad will get automatically disapproved. Like there's no person that says your ad is disapproved because I reviewed it. No, it's an automatic, automated process and your ads might get disapproved for silly reasons, right? right? Like in your case, it was tobacco. What you can do then is they disapprove your ads. They let you know it's a stupid reason. What you can do then is you can basically reject that and say, well, which I assume you've done, right? Yes. So you rejected it, said, no, it's not for tobacco. And they reviewed it again and they disapproved it again. So what I want to let you in on is what I usually do when that happens. And that happens a lot of times for me as well. Uh, and I am like, I've been do- doing this for years. I am so well acquainted with their advertising policies. I know them like the back of my hand. Right. I respect them every single time, but still my ads get disapproved. Like it happened two days ago that my ads got disapproved over and over and over again. And I tr- just try to let them know, but 
my ads are not for employment. Just check the ads again. And what I did and what you can also do is you can go in, um, in the Facebook advertising support. So you have in the Facebook advertising manager, you have a question mark on the top right corner and you can, from their question mark, like it takes you down a rabbit hole of landing pages and you get yeah. like, at the, on the fifth step, you can get their contact information and you can fill out a, the form and you submit your ads and again, let them know, Hey, my ads are not for tobacco or multi-level marketing, uh, review the ads again. And I did that recently with a client and they still got disapproved. And what I then said <laughs> is, look, please send this to the higher level and please, I want you to do another check. Specifically, I want you to check the landing page in detail. And I guarantee that it's not for employment. What they do when you push this hard, what they do is they send this to an upper, le upper review level. And there's people who literally go to your landing page, review it in detail. They sign up if it's needed. And when they see that it's actually, I mean, it's not tobacco, it's not multi-level marketing, or in my case, it's not for employment, then your ads get approved. So the secret is, if you're really confident that you're respecting their advertising policies, you know that you're not doing multi-level marketing, you're just doing a teleseminar, just push really, really hard and let them know, please do an additional review. I demand an additional review because my ad is not for multi-level marketing and they'll do it and they'll approve your ads. That's okay. That's interesting. First of all, I wanted to say, I, I'm glad to hear that some of this is actually some kind of automated algorithm because I was actually beginning to lose faith in humanity <laughs> that people could be so freaking stupid. Yeah. It's, it's robots, robots. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, and, and unfortunately, I've also had experiences with people who worked for Facebook uh, who, uh, who were actually that stupid because I did push an issue once up to management and I uh, got on the telephone with some person who claimed to be a regional manager who, mm -hmm. then, who then informed me that I was an affiliate marketer and was therefore not eligible to participate in any of their programs. <laughs> And okay. I, uh, I think the most affiliate marketing I've done is a couple times I might have accepted $50 because somebody signed up for web hosting through one of my links. That really uh -huh. is the extent of it. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, the, the, the guy, the, I think the guy was just halfway nuts, actually. Um, and uh, I mean, he, he cited the fact that my company's website had testimonials on it as proof that we were affiliate marketers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the, the guy was just a lunatic. And I mean, this is, this is just such an absolute outlier. Yeah. Um, I, and one of these days, I'm actually going to say his name out loud just so that uh, hopefully he gets exposed to ridicule because he's such a complete asshole. It's my show. I can call him an asshole if I want to. And, yeah. I, later, and I, later find out, I later found out that they uh, fired his worthless ass and he's now a supervisor for a call center somewhere in Phoenix. So There you um, go. Yeah, I hope he's listening. Um, so, uh, yeah, but uh, that's and that's the other thing that really drove me. You know, I ended up speaking with um, other people at Facebook after that, and uh, one of them 
wanting to know what I did to set him off, which is nothing. I asked for help with my ads. And the other two said, well, he's half, he's halfway gone by nine o'clock in the morning anyway. Just ignore him. We work around him all the time. So I, so I, so I bring that up because I also, I guess, want in fairness for people to be aware that uh, you, you find a cuckoo in every single nest. And oh, what yeah. you revealed, what you've revealed, and this is something that I think a lot of people don't know, and I mentioned this, the extremity of what I went through because I want those who are frustrated with this to know that they're not alone and that other people yeah. go through it. And even somebody um, who's as experienced and as in depth with Facebook advertising as you still gets ridiculous stuff. Like uh, you said you were running ads for your company and uh, they were getting rejected because they were employment ads. It was, it was actually for a client, but just because we mentioned employment, it got, um, it, it got flagged. And I couldn't let them know that this is not for employment opportunities. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's interesting. And I also had a client who tried to do advertising on his own at one point until we hired uh, one of your friends who got, him work, got it working for him the way that's actually effective for him. And he does a lot of great, gets a lot of great results from it. That uh, he kept trying to submit an ad and they would almost instantaneously get rejected. And uh, they would keep saying, we have sent you clear instructions and no one ever sent him any instructions or he never mm-hmm. received any instructions. With, mm-hmm. If you want to, if you want to, you know, put it in the groundhog formula, but uh, yeah, I appreciate you bringing uh, us this awareness of yeah. what's going on and what people can do about it. Cause when I heard you got an employment ad uh, rejected, I'm thinking, wait a minute, didn't they fire you? Isn't that like the first thing you shared with us? <laughs> No, but but what I what I really want to put forward is this: like fa- Facebook can be wrong when they reject your ad, uh, and if you know that you're right, just tell them. Honestly, I haven't had a truly bad experience with them. Um, I always get my way. I always get my way because I just if I don't get my way with one representative. I tell that representative, you know what, just get me a different representative, someone who I can talk to. And I, like, I work with a lot of clients, different clients, and we stumble upon these problems all the time. We stumble upon technical issues as well, technical issues that come from Facebook because, I don't know, we just tackle a feature so much that, I don't know, it gets broken or we use some advanced technique that they really haven't figured it out. And I just push really, really far. So I get a representative that's really good. And they have fantastic representatives if you demand a different representative when you stumble upon a bad one. Yeah, because I just, I just told you, I, uh, I actually dealt with a live human being who wasn't even on this planet. There you go. There you yeah. go. <laughs> and they have, they have definitely people from this planet there as well. They just, you just have to look for them. <laughs> okay. So what you're, so what you're saying in your efforts to change my mind is there's actually hope. There is definitely help. So if you know that you're right, and if you know that Facebook is wrong, just, you know, tell them, tell them and push it really, really far and you'll always get your way. Okay, that, see, that's good because I go in discussion forums a lot and when the topic of Facebook advertising comes up, you, 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 you almost can hear the trepidation in the words that they're typing about. Oh, you got to be real careful not, to, uh, not no. to hurt their feelings and you got to show them the proper homage uh, oh. to earn the privilege of being on their network. You know, my, my approach to that is to hell with them. Uh, I'm paying. I'm the customer. How, how, how about yeah. they pay some homage to me? 
So I'm always like in my communication, I'm always strong and determined. And I let them know, look, I am familiar with your advertising policies. I respect your advertising policies. My ad reflects that. So please review it again. And you have to be determined yet respectful, but like that sort of um, approach will always get you what you want. I mean, they want your money. That's oh, it. Yeah. And I mean, they ultimately. Always, yes, absolutely. So you just have to push your way. Like I even got um, banned ad accounts that were deleted. I brought them back because they were like a colleague of mine who I was working with. Um, he launched some ads and they flagged him for absolutely no reason. They um, wow. closed his ad account first, deleted his ad account, but I was so frustrated. So he contacted me and I said, you know what? I got this. <laughs> yeah. And I contacted their support and I was strong, determined, yet respectful and told them, you know what? This was a mistake. Um, he followed your policies, respected your policies, yet you deleted everything that he had. Please get this ad account back. And it was an impossible situation, but within a week, I was on a call with them and they brought his ad account back. And that was it. Like, you just have to be strong, yet respectful. Let them know, you know what? I'm here to win and you're going to get your way. See, and this, and that's another thing we hear about is uh, uh, folks getting their advertising accounts shut down with no explanation. Yeah. And uh, see, what I'm getting out of all of this, uh, you know, my own story, uh, which I put out there because I want people to know that they're not alone and that uh, this ridic- these ridiculous seeming fairy tales that seem to be floating out there happen to real people. This stuff actually happens. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, hearing some of your stories as well, and especially when it comes to people getting their accounts shut down without explanation uh, and being told that uh, there's no recourse for this and then finding out that they're getting their, their accounts back. You know what all this tells me is that uh, you, know, you should consider working with an agency. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Super spicy media is the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But yeah, like everything is, everything is solvable if um, you just contact them. I mean, they are there to serve you. You are paying them. So um, they should listen to you and they, like, they do listen to you. If you stumble upon a bad representative and you know you're right and you know he's wrong, demand a different one and you'll get a different one. Well, that's, I'm, I'm happy to do that because I found that sometimes when dealing with customer service, uh, the best thing that you can possibly do is just get another person on the line. Uh, maybe, yes. yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe for whatever reason, there's just, there's just, uh, there's not a synergy there. And that doesn't even necessarily mean anybody did anything wrong. Uh, it could be that uh, there's just some sort of an oil and water thing and resetting the conversation by introducing a new actor can take care of the whole thing uh, or at least move it forward. So, yeah. So part of what you're saying is to uh, be respectfully assertive, I think is what you're saying. Because I I don't hear, I didn't hear it anything where you're calling them weenie heads, jerks or, or, or dill weeds or anything like that. Uh, It's just a matter of uh, on the, then on the same, on the same token, not taking any of their crap either. Yeah, absolutely. I, if I know that I'm right and if I know that they're wrong, I'm going to let them know. Like I said, this happened two days ago. They were trying to, like, we exchanged 10 emails. They sent me 10 emails saying, but your ad is for employment opportunities. 
And it was on the 11th email that I sent saying, you know what, please review it. Additionally, please review the landing page. And when you review the landing page, let me know that this is still for employment opportunities. If you do find out that, and they did that and said, you know what? Our apologies. We found out that it's really not for employment opportunities. Your ads have been approved. Thank you very much. Um, But like I said, just respectful, but still strong, determined. I think think another thing that we should bear in mind realistically, and this is what I'm reading between the lines of what you're sharing with us, is they do have a lot of this stuff automated because uh, one of the other realities, and I was told this when I participated in their program a few years ago, is... You may think of Facebook as being this huge company that employs like 20 million people, but the staff in their advertising department is actually a lot smaller than you would think. So they automate some of their review process and they may even automate some of their uh, appeal process because they're looking for some of the low hanging fruit to just fall off the tree. So something that like is obviously some somebody trying to get one over them will be caught in their algorithms and they'll just get frustrated and give up. So when Hmm. you know you're in the right and you know that uh, you are being, you know that somebody's just not hearing your message for whatever reason, it could be that it just needs to go to a particular human being or somebody who is in a place where they can actually do something about it. And we also may have a little bit of the syndrome of the, uh, the nail that sticks up is the one that gets tamped down or the squeaky wheels, the one that gets oiled. Uh, yeah. They have so many wheels and so many nails, they can only get so, to so many. So you got to make sure you're the one that's in front of them. Exactly. And I think that's, I mean, you, you, that, that's a really good point. Most people that I talk to when they complain about their ad getting disapproved for stupid reasons, what they do afterwards is they just kind of accept that and say, well, I don't want to use Facebook ads anymore. Well, I mean, if you're in the right, just tell them, don't give up. Uh, and when they do, when they are determined and contact them, that's when things get done. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. So I think in the case of that so-called regional manager, I probably could have just gone around him. In fact, uh, oh, in, fa- in, fa- in fact, in fact, the codicil of that story is I actually got what I needed from one of his subordinates. And that, <laughs> and that, and that, and that was the person who said, ah, don't worry about him. We work around him all the time. We have no Oh choice. God. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely not a good sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, so I get so so. I, and part of the reason I bring that up, and I have no animosity towards anybody, except I except I will poke the bear on that guy because he was you know just really really nasty to me. Is that you're also dealing with human beings, and as I said earlier, every cuckoo has every nest has one cuckoo in it. Yeah, and look. I can even tell you from my personal experience, I once actually was on the phone with Facebook and five minutes in, I was teaching him about Facebook ads. Because <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't know anything. And we were talking, like we were trying to um, troubleshoot the, some, some issues that we've had with our Facebook account with traffic. And then like five minutes in, I ended up teaching him how Facebook pixel works. And I just ended, he was like, Oh, that's interesting. I was look, 
good. Just get me a different representative now because I really need to solve this. But you have, like I said, I mean, you get people who are maybe just started the job. They're not really well acquainted with all the different nuances that come with Facebook advertising. You get, you know, crazy people as well. But on the other side, you have really good people on Facebook too. Um, You just, you know, got to look for them. Well, yeah, I I, I guess so. Um, I may not necessarily run out and do ads right this second, because if I do get into this, I'd probably want to work with an agency, perhaps an agency like yours, or because there are a lot of great agencies out there, but it sounds like you have, have a pretty good handle on what you're doing. So we're right near the top of the hour, and this has been so much fun. Um, and yeah, it turned into a bit of a gripe session, but you know, I, I, want, I want our audience to hear this because... Uh, and I'm not sure how many people interview you that bring that stuff up, but it's something you hear. It's a current that goes through a lot of discussion groups and it holds back a lot of people from doing this. And mm-hmm. I wanted to share my story because I'm not the only one that has stories like this, as I found out through commiseration. And I know a lot of folks out there that say those people at Facebook are just so bleep and stupid. I would never give them a dime of their money. And I know there's another side to it because there are so many people who are successful with it and have figured it out. So I appreciate your generosity and giving us some of those insights on what a, a positive approach is to get some stuff done in the face of lunacy. Now, we're, as I said, near the top, and I imagine there'll be some, be some folks leaning in here wanting to discover more here. So let's say somebody is on the line and they're ready to bump this up to the next level or want to get deeper into what all this Facebook advertising stuff is about. So what do you have for us? So... You can find me on superspicymedia.com. You'll get right. a bunch of really good resources there, right? Yeah. I have blog posts. You can always keep up to date. Um, so that's, that's where you should start. Um, the next really good resource that I want to put forward, if you want to learn more about Facebook ads, is johnloomer.com. Okay. That's a really, really good one as well. And he goes in great detail about all the technical stuff. Uh, you have the Facebook pixel and how that works and how lookalike audiences work. So if you really want to learn a little bit more and, and go in depth, John Loomer is the way to go. But naturally, like the best learning experience actually comes from yourself, from experimentation, um, just doing your own thing, learning from your results. And that's how you can get um, moving forward. Great, great, great. Did you, I think you mentioned in the green room, you had a little uh, present for us. Yes, I do. So I recently launched um, uh, my video course. So it's called the science of Facebook, the science of Facebook ads, and it's available on the science of Facebook ads.com because as we talked about today, I mean, this is science, right? It's kind of complicated. There are some details and, um, you know, nuances that come with Facebook advertising and you can find that course on the science of Facebook ads.com. But I know what a lot of people are struggling with, and you also talked about that as well. I think you mentioned it somewhere. So um, a lot of people don't know how, how do they know that their ads are performing good? How, do, how to calculate how much you can spend for a lead or how right. much you can spend for a purchase or how much you can spend for a click. So I have a really, really good... Um, in-depth lesson called calculating your ideal costs uh-huh. and it's going to be available on the science of facebook ads.com slash adam um, and they can watch it for free 
um, and just kind of get a better feel for the results they should be after. And basically, it's a formula on calculating a cost per lead that's effective for you. Absolutely. So I appreciate you sharing that with us. Uh, I may have to go check it out myself, partially because it's named after me, the science of Facebook ads.com <laughs> forward slash Adam. So uh, let me just let me just say, Moitza Zoba, thank you so much for being with us today. It's been an honor and an education. Thank you so much for having me. This has been a lot of fun. All right. That's what we try and accomplish here. Uh, this is Adam Homey, host of the Business Creators Radio Show. Please visit our website at www.businesscreatorsradioshow.com and discover how we help you win at the game of business and marketing so you thrive from your intersection of your brilliance and your passion. And if you like this interview, be sure to subscribe so you can download it and our entire treasure trove of information relevant to business creators just like you. Until next time, have a great day. Take care.